0: In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds podcast. Aw yeah. So I am Jay, and this is my buddy Chris, and we are the Just Us Nerds podcast. Um, you know, we're going to talk about a couple different things. This is a podcast for people that are comic nerds like us. We are two huge comic nerds. Well, not huge. I'm I'm about five six. Chris is about like you know five ten six one on a good day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but but you know, medium size to small size uh, comic nerds. But anyway. Uh, this is this is just our talking about our love of comic books and movies and science fictions. and Science fictions, I just invented something new there. Science fictions and uh, toys and all kinds of other cool shit. So uh, we got a couple things we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world of comic books. We're going to be talking about things that we've read this week. Current trends that are going on in comic books. We're going to be doing a little bit of mo- some movie talk. We're going to be... Casting our uh, our dream cast for a comic book movie. We're going to be doing movie reviews. Uh, then after that, we're going to be we're going to have the toy box section. We're going to talk about you know upcoming uh, toy news uh, and doing toy reviews. And then we're going to have our final section, which is required reading, where uh, we'll both read a book, read a graphic novel, and we're going to just give our perspective on it. So uh, let's start off first with. Uh, What's going on in the world of comics? So uh, this first section is called Book Report. So this is what we just talk about: what we've been reading this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chris, I've, I've been reading um, the it's, so it's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. It, so it's the uh, it's the new Spider Man. It's the Miles Morales Spider Man. Okay, not compared to any thirty-five other than the Spider man that they've been doing. So. so no, no, this is this is the this is the Ultimate Spider Man. This is Miles Morales from the Ultimates universe. <laughs> Uh, so um, so I mean I I read this and uh, the art's the art's good the art's art's beautiful Um, the story I didn't I didn't think it was anything really to write home about (laughs)
1: you know it's funny I was just going to sit there and normally when people first start with it's well, the art's really good, and you're like, "Ah, oh, here it comes." You know, normally it turns into, "Well, the story was crap, but it was pretty."
0: No, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, this, the the story it was just it was okay. It wasn't anything that blew my socks off. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, if you're not familiar with it, uh, what's been going on with Marvel? Uh, so there, you know, you know, you had the mainstream Marvel universe, right? And then you had the Ultimates, which is kind of this modern reimagining of Avengers and Spider-Man and all of that. Right. And so recently that that whole universe, the whole Ultimates universe, ended, right? And so some of... Yeah, they don't have it anymore. They don't have it anymore. It's it's, it's gone. They just said, nah, fuck it, we don't like it, that's it. That's it. Um, it. So, um, but I guess they kind of cherry-picked the things that they like. From it, mm-hmm. and so this Miles Morales Spider-Man was one of the the things that they like. So you know he's this uh, you know young uh, you know Afro- Hispanic kid who uh, gets his spider powers kind of in the same way that Peter Parker does, uh, and and in his world in the Ultimates world uh, the you know their Peter Parker had died, and so he takes over.
1: Now like was Spider-Man. that Peter Parker's
0: Spider-Man or? Yeah, yeah, that, that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. He was, so when, when Ultimate, you never read any of that? I read some of it, but let's give it to the people
1: who haven't read it, so you can give them some kind of an idea. Okay,
0: well, I, I mean, it, it basically, Ultimate Spider-Man basically retraced, uh, kind of modernized, updated the the Spider-Man origin. So, um, and, and really a lot of what we got in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man mm. movie, and even the Amazing Spider-Man movie. Borrowed very heavily from that. So, oh, okay. okay. So if you're a traditionalist Spider-Man fan, what you know is that Spider-Man gets his powers from uh, he gets bit uh, by a radioactive spider. Um, you know, when he's at a science exhibit, uh, right. they, they change the origin a little bit. So it's like a genetically engineered spider. But anyway, uh, for you know, for many years, you got you know Peter Parker in both the mainstream Marvel universe and also in the Ultimates Marvel universe. Uh, there's this big event. We have the death of Spider-Man. So Peter Parker dies. Right. But of course, as we know in comic books, nobody ever truly dies because he because he came back. But while he was gone, this other kid, Miles Morales, also kind of kind of you know nerdy, uh, you know science oriented kind of geeky kid, also gets spider powers in the same way. He gets bitten by uh, a genetically engineered spider. One of the same kind that you know the bit. Peter Parker, right, and so he becomes Spider-Man. Uh, but it's interesting because the, his powers manifest in some similar ways, but also in some different ways. Like in the way that Peter Parker is able to stick to walls, he can do that. Um, there's no organic webbing, so it's not like uh, you know he can just generate it out of his wrists or anything like that. So okay, so. He actually needs to borrow Peter Parker's web shooters. Okay. He like after Peter Parker dies, like he takes them. You mean, he burglarizes somebody's house. He burgles. Yes, he <laughs> he, he he burgles. I don't believe he I, I don't believe there was actually any burgling in Was it like Aunt May gave them to him? I, mean, I don't think maybe. I don't know. See, that's the, I didn't read I didn't read the the issue. Okay. But, but what they're doing, so I mean, flash forward now all of this has happened. Now he, you know, Miles Morales has been the Spider-Man of the the Ultimate Universe. Now he's in the mainstream Marvel Universe. And so we have two Spider Men. Okay. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Which one do I shoot? Which one do I shoot? Right. Yeah. Um. So we have we have and okay. Part of why I'm kind of lukewarm on this book is because I'm not sure quite how I feel what they're doing with like the mainstream Spider Man. Right. Like uh, because now they've basically turned Peter Parker into Tony Stark. I saw that. There's, there's Parker Industries now. There's Parker Industries. Yeah. He's traveling around the world. Uh, he's, you know, kind of solving mysteries, I suppose, a la Scooby-Doo. Um, he... Uh, the, the Spider-Mobile is back. Oh. In case you missed that, the <laughs> Spider-Mobile is oh, back. Oh, Lord. Which means they're making an action figure line. I, yeah. You know? I, you know what? The, it's funny. What was... Kind of this kind of bleeds into the the comic book trends portion of, yeah, of our discussion, right? They're making comic books now. I mean, they are in a way, they're marketing tools, right? If well, absolutely. But I mean, you got to look at it though. Like, you know, I mean, look at
1: the '80s cartoons. They were, you know, thirty minutes of a toy commercial. Oh, unabashedly. So, so I mean, for them to come back for me, I'm like, oh, great. This is what
0: I'm used to. So. Like you remember, like with the Transformers, how uh, like in the the Transformers the, the movie, right? Oh, not the yeah, yeah. not the shitty Michael Bay one. No, 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 the awesome okay. cartoon, cartoon one. Yes. yes, with Leonard Nimoy and yes, everyone, yes, yes. Right? yes, yes. What makes that movie so awesome to me is, like, in the very beginning moments of that movie, they totally... They actually kill off characters. Right. Like We're normally in the cartoon. Nobody ever dies. It's just like G.I. Joe. It's a war. Everybody's fighting, yet somehow no one ever gets killed. No one ever dies. Well, no, no, no. It's like them in the A-Team. I mean, you think about it this way. They fire, like, three million
1: blasts. not supers and Truck barrel them. rolls. No nope, flips. There's nope. explosions and shit, but they walk away. They're well, fine. Well, to get into G.I. Joe, apparently what I was thinking is... You didn't have to go to the range day, you know. They were just like, okay, your code name is such and such. Here's your gun. Go. There you go. They're like, what do I do? Just point it at that guy. Okay. And they just
0: blast it away, making holes into stuff. And that's pretty much it. Yes. Exactly. And and it's just like in the, so in these cartoons, nobody ever dies. But what made it so cool in the Transformers movie is that people actually died. Right. But the reason for that was because they needed to make room. For the new toys. For the new toys. (laughs) So, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of a thing now. So, like, in, in Spider-Man, they go to the Spider-Mobile, and so they, you know, maybe they want to sell a toy and... You know, I hate to say it. I'm probably going to buy that toy because not, not, you I am don't a, hate to say it. You're going to buy. The I'm going to. I don't really hate. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't really hate to say that. I, I, that. That's more for my wife's benefit. I'll at least tell her that I said, and I hate to say it. Right. So we have that on record. So so anyway. So now uh, what's happening now is we have Spider-Man in, in in we have two Spider-Men. We have one who's like Spider-Man International. It's actually it reminds me a lot of what they did with Batman uh, a few years ago. Yeah, Batman Incorporated, mm-hmm. where you had Bruce Wayne and you had Dick Grayson, both as Batman. Dick Grayson was kind of like the local sheriff of Gotham. Right. And then Bruce Wayne was like globetrotting, you know, uh, Kung Fu, Kane, Wander the Earth, right. solving mysteries. But, but to me, though, honestly, that makes more sense. Like, I
1: look at it that way. Think about it, okay? He can't be everywhere at once, you know? So that's kind of why they did it. The only thing for me is, you know, do I get actually big, bulky Batman who's actually Bruce Wayne, or do I get the the slim... Thinner, and you kind of look and you're like, you look at the Dick Grayson Batman,
0: don't you think he looks something? The bad guy looks and goes, you lost weight. You heard it here you're first. Okay. Chris likes his Batman big and beefy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I su- I, I'm, like I said, I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about this. I didn't mind it when they did the Batman Incorporated. Yeah, I thought it fit well. It's just, the problem is, is you got to write it right. Because if you
1: don't, then, then you know, you get unanswered questions. And it's kind of what it sounds like to me. Is you're like,
0: I've got Spider-Man Incorporated, and then I've got this pint-sized Spider-Man. And well, and, and so the pint-sized Spider-Man, so getting back to it, the, the Miles Morales Spider-Man is kind of like... He's he's now your new friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He is in New York. He's fighting... I think they're setting... I only read issues one and two, so they're, they're kind of setting it up to look like he is going to kind of inherit the, the current or Peter Parker's Spider-Man's rogues gallery. Okay, so pretty much they just made the new Spider-Man. Is he going to date a Mary Jane, change her name, or they... And then they're going to have them get married, and then they're going to have some bullshit thing with Mephisto where the right. whole thing just gets forgotten. And well, Or happen. he'll no. have his old
1: girlfriend who was a little bit, you know, different looking, like she had a different color hair, and then she
0: gets killed by the Green Goblin again. I mean, maybe, are we going to do the same maybe. thing? Maybe. I, I, no, I don't think so. I mean... And this kind of again goes kind of bleeds into what uh, again with the bleeds. I'm like I'm very violent. Today today. is bleeding. I don't know. Today is a bleeding day, Um, and that is you know the the other topic that I you know a trend that I'm noticing is just the you know replacing traditionally Caucasian characters with characters of a different ethnicity or uh, of. Uh, you know, of another, you know, of another gender. So, you know, now we, you know, with Spider-Man now we, we have, have a female Thor, we have a female Thor, we got an African-American Spider-Man, we've got an African-American Captain America. Um, and, see, know, the thing is, and I'll
1: tell you this, and, you know, by no means are, you, you know, you got to look at it for what it is comic book wise. And some of it works and some of it doesn't, you know, and it just depends on how it's written. Like I've read the Lady Thors and I'll be honest with you, I like it. I like it too. I, I like the idea. I thought it was a really cool idea. Um, you know. Oh, by the way, we'll we'll say it in between. But you know, uh, spoiler alert:
0: Thor is Jane Foster. And oh yeah, we're this. I'm sorry. I should have mentioned at the very beginning. This podcast is pretty much all spoilers. So you 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 just you know, buyer beware. or yeah. Whatever. Listener beware. Pretty much. But you know, I, I like
1: the lady Thor. But like some of them just didn't fit. And I hate jumping. But I'll go to DC. Like when they get, did baths for, for the Green Lantern, I I've read a little bit. I looked at him like he's a Middle Eastern. Yeah, yeah okay. It's okay, but I look at him like meh. I mean, it, it wasn't really done well. Whereas the Thor, it was well plotted out, well thought out, well done, and so that way you look, you know, and and it got kind of hokey towards the end because I knew who Thor was. You could kind of tell who it was. I mean, you, you it, knew from the beginning. It kind of made most sense to me. I mean, she's dying of cancer. She's the most sickly person. It's like, do you remember the old sci-fi show, the uh, Mantis?
0: Mantis. Yeah. yeah. See? Uh, we'll be
1: bringing up stupid references like that. Well, Mantis. Guy in the wh- Well, no, you got to remind
0: people. you okay. got a
1: guy in the wheelchair, he's right? He's a doctor, and what happens is he's actually in a wheelchair. He builds an exoskeleton suit to fight crime. Nobody suspects the guy in the wheelchair, so, of course, perfect cover. Four, it's the same way. Yeah. She's dying of cancer. She's weak. She's frail. She has no yeah. hair. She's, you know... No one perfect, would suspect her. But it's perfect to have her be Thor. Beneath
0: suspicion. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, and and I didn't... I mean, I, I guess I wanted to have this as our first topic because I, I'm really kind of split on it. I mean, here, here I'm going to present both of my... Kind of both sides of it as I, as I see it. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people would consider it kind of a form of pandering, like saying that you know you know pandering by changing the ethnicity but I think that's the argument against I think the argument for you know so the people that would argue against that they would say well no it's it's pandering you need to just create a new superhero and just give you know and if you really want to have superheroes that are superheroes of color and a more you know more representative right, of, right. you know of, uh, of the population well then just you know why take an existing hero and, and change it uh, you know change their identity just create a new hero. And and I mean, you know, I hear that and and I think for a, a time I was one of those people saying that. But now I'm going to present the other side to you, which is do you know how long it takes for a character to truly become oh, absolutely uh, sort of in the public consciousness? Oh, absolutely. And and how many false starts have there been, oh, right? Good God. I mean, uh, I'm remembering back, back, like in the '90s, DC came out with uh, it was a new character called Damage, and I think he's still around. But it's, I just remember, it, like, when see, the. See, and that's the thing. It, it, people are looking; they go, they have no idea. I, I, yeah. Issue issue. What? My my phone's ringing, and and so this is. But this is, we got to get this guy on the pocket. This is this is my uncle. Okay, David. He's got no no no. We, we, I don't think we'll be able to put him on the on the lineup. But eventually we need to put him on. He's got Captain Kirk. That's his that's his contact. Yeah, very very fitting. But, um, so I mean, I pick up the first issue of Damage, and I'm thinking as a kid, I'm like, oh wow, this is going to be investment because this is issue one. Right. This guy's going to be huge. uh he may still exist. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, like a Brian Bosworth rookie card. Still, man. yeah, yeah, exactly. You exactly. thought the Bos was going to be the greatest thing in the world, and then he just falls and flat just, on his face. No, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. I, I would try. That to make a, was a football player, kids. Yeah, I was going to say I, I would try to make a, a, a sports reference, yeah. but I, I, I don't think it would go so well for me. So I'm going to leave those up to you, Chris. That's going to be well, your department. Now,
1: see, the thing is, is like. You know, when when they when they did, you know, superheroes of you know color and stuff like that. When they originally did it, I felt like they kind of just phoned it in. Like, like, and here's his friend, and
0: look, he's black. You know, yeah. But but the cool thing is, is you have characters, and that's what I mean. But you don't want to pander. That's what I'm saying. You don't you don't you don't want to feel like it's pandering. No. But the
1: thing is, is like now they've kind of reimagined, like um, Sam Wilson. In the 70s, he was just kind of some goofy guy flying around in a bird suit. And now, he's one of the coolest Avengers. He's, got a, he's in the movies. He's, you know, he's not standing behind Cap. He's right next to him. And they're good friends. And I love that character development. So, like, when the comic book and it, it came to who's going to be the next Captain America and they picked him, I was excited because I was like, nope, it fits. I mean, it makes... All, all the sense. I mean, he was a soldier.
0: He, you know, he knows the difference between right and wrong. He, you know, I, I love that idea. And, and I don't think I have a problem with, with, with Sam Wilson being Captain America. For those of you not, not as, as learned, as Sam Wilson. This is the Falcon's uh, yeah. uh, alter, alter Sorry. ego. pro right? secret identity. I just, I think more of the problem I have with that is just, I think I find the design just very goofy. Well, they kind of just threw the two together. They just combined Captain America and the Falcon. So it's and Captain Falcon America. Captain Falcon America, yeah, exactly. And it just, it, it, I don't know, it just, the design I find just silly. Now, I have a question, I have a question.
1: Now, normally with, with um, you know, uh, with, with the Falcon, his trusty pet is.
0: No, who's his... Oh, a falcon. Yeah. Redwing. Uh, 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 Red that should not have taken me it that is, long. <laughs> it is
1: Redwing. It's a dove. <laughs> right. So they've got Redwing. So now are they changing his name, too? Is his name Freebird? I mean... That would be good. See? I, w- I would see, like that. Marvel take note. So, I mean, do they put the, you know, the Spar Spangled
0: on him? I haven't seen him. It, well, I haven't been reading too many Captain America comic books now, but I don't see him with no. the bird anymore. What no. happened? Where did he go? Well, what's kind of neat is we're. I'm kind of jumping ahead,
1: but I already, I've seen some clips, and actually from the... Toy section 2, they are going to have Redbird in or Red Wing in the next Captain America movie. This is this is the this is his pet it, is his pet pet dove believe it or not, no. Falcon. It's a drone. So now they've updated oh, it and they've made it a drone. I like that. And so he'll shoot it out and it flies around, does whatever it needs to Oh, you. I but like he that. He controls it. I and like that. I, I like that idea. See, Marvel, you did it again.
0: I like that. And I like that so, a lot.
1: So, so for me, like I said, but you look at like Static Shock. Static Shock was a cool character. He even got a cartoon series.
0: Yeah, yeah. He w- he w- and uh, he's still around. Uh, he was in Young Justice. He was they in Young in there Justice, too, which is cool. But like, once again, still not as big as Batman. Still not as big but, as Superman. Still not as big as Robin. Which brings me to the point. of... Th- this is where I'm going to argue the other side. There are certain characters that are just part of the public consciousness, and I think if you know, a- as a kid growing up, who didn't like playing Superman or Batman or Barbie or Whoa, sorry, I was revealing a little <laughs> well, too James much. Well, James just showed re- his re- r- r- pink side a little re- bit, revealing yeah. a little too much there. Um, but you know, who who didn't who didn't enjoy you know playing you know those those characters, and you know. You know, we all. Why do we love these things? I mean, I think a lot of us love these superheroes because you know, it's it's this this fantasy of you know being this person who you know always does right. Right. Uh, it is. It is just it, these are the these are our role models. I mean, these comic book characters. You know, where you know some people, you know, talk about religious figures as being you know Jesus Christ, Mahatma Gandhi. I'm, this, and I know maybe I'm blown Did this you up. you just abortion. see Jesus Christ and Mahatma Gandhi together? But I'm like. Superman and Batman and Spider-Man, these were my role models. No, I mean, this and, is... and,
1: and I totally agree with you. I mean, you know, and well, too, you know, I mean, this is probably going to be a whole topic for another show, but I mean, l- look at the whole, you know, the Superman complex. People have always said that for years, that he's basically a god among men. But see, for me, um, like mo- most of us, I was not the strongest guy when I was a kid. I was not the tallest kid. I was not, you know. I'm still not. I, I know, I know. Um, but for me, it's like, you know, those those guys were idols to me because they were depictions of what I could be, not what I was. They're power fantasies. right? They're they're, they're and, and it's empowering. Like for me, and I'm gonna say it right, and people get really mad, and I don't really care. And that's another thing too is I, I, my opinions. Believe me, they are not the the greatest, and people are like. I've, I've, I can vouch for that. I've made people angry with some of them, but I really don't care. So, but one of them for me growing up as a kid, I am a huge Captain Marvel fan. DC, yeah, you call him Shazam now, but I absolutely despise that because that's the name of the wizard, that's not the name of the guy, that's true.
0: So, why why would he be screaming his own name? It's kind of weird, a little narcissistic, little bit, little bit. It's kind of like like the most interesting man in the world, like I don't know if they've done that one, the most in- he is the most interesting man in the world. In bed, he screams his own name. Well, that's the thing, you know, so for
1: me, I, I love the idea of Captain Marvel. Here's this kid, he's, you know, in a rundown home, he gets beat up all the time, you know, uh, any, anywhere he goes, you know, I mean, he, get, he gets bullied, and, all of, a, and then all of a sudden, the wizard looks at him and says, you've got a good heart. And that's all it took, was that he knew the difference between right and wrong, he knew the difference, so he imbues him the powers of the gods. And he becomes this big, giant, monstrous of a man, but he's able to know the difference between right and wrong, even though he's, you know, technically an eight-year-old and a great power. And
0: great, re- great power comes great responsibility. I mean, it always comes back to that. Right. Exactly. So for me, you know, th- those were always my, you know, uh, as a kid, I was like,
1: man, d- those are the people I'd want to grow up to be. Those are the people what I wanted.
0: To do, you know, so and, and it's and so in the, it's in that vein that I'm saying it's really kind of not fair. No, absolutely, that not. those characters be restricted no. to either one gender and one ethnicity. Those characters belong to all of us. Superman belongs to all of oh, us. Oh, I agree. Spider Man belongs to all of us. See, one of the things that they did that I did like was all the Green
1: Lanterns. You know, they did all the lanterns, and one of the most famous lanterns of all, John Stewart. John Stewart. I love John Stewart. Sure. I think John Stewart is one of the coolest characters. You know. Here's a guy, he was in the military, you know, he, he knows how it is. He's not, you know, he was a Marine compared to Hal Jordan, who was in the Air Force, you know. Hal's kind of got September that. Temper Yeah. Fly, Hal's kind of got that, you know, um, flighty attitude. He's flirty. He's, he's cocky. You know, cocky, arrogant, whatever, you know, and then there's Hal. Or, and then there's John. John. John yeah. is very straightforward. John is, look, we need to get this done. This is how we're going to do it. You know, and, and To put
0: it in terms of Iron Man, Hal is the fun V, and John is the humdrum V. Uh, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But the thing is, is like, you
1: know, some of the characters were, like I said, absolute hits. You know, like I said, John Stewart, absolutely loved. Um, in the early, well, early 90s, with the death of Superman, they brought steel. You know, yeah, not yeah. the Shaquille O'Neal version, check you still
0: owe us on that one.
1: <laughs> but, but the thing is, it's like I thought that was a cool concept because that's a cool fable. And I And he's I love kind the of idea. the
0: Iron Man, he really is sort of the Iron yeah. Man of the yeah. DC universe because Absolutely. If, you, if you think about it, you know, he's weapons designer, uh, designs a suit of armor right. To, to right wrongs. Um, so I guess, kind of where I'm you know, what I'm saying about this, I mean, as far as the, the trend, I'm going to agree with you that I I think. One, I think it can be incredibly helpful to to have some of these iconic figures take on identities that represent more of kind of the the face of our population. Yeah. But I think at the same time, I think you can do that in a way also that's in in service of the story, that doesn't feel forced, doesn't feel ham-fisted. And I guess I feel... Maybe I feel that way a little bit just with Marvel, just because it seems like we had all of that just all at once. Just, okay, so now we've got an African-American Captain America. We've got... Uh, a woman Thor, we've got African-American Spider-Man, although, although to be fair he he actually had come along a little earlier. Right, right, right. So I, I guess that was sort of my feeling in that the way that, it, because it was done all at once, it did not feel organic. No, I agree with you. Me. And what's kind of funny, like I was just thinking about it while you were talking about it, they did the
1: rip-off uh, DC did of Falcon. They did Batwing. And Is that what that's supposed to be? That's what that's supposed to be. I've actually read the first issue, <laughs> Basically, if you guys haven't seen it, it's basically he's got a suit and he can fly around and has, you know, these bat wings. And so now he tries to join the bat family and all this kind of stuff. And did they tell him to fuck off? Kind of at first. (laughs) Yeah, they kind of tell him to fuck off. They're like, who are you? What the fuck are you? you got
0: bat wings. Oh, that's nice. I got about 20 of those uh, and I've mastered every martial art. And so, so, you know, and
1: and that was the thing. Like, they kind of just threw him in there. What was kind of neat was... um, they had recently done a, a straight-to-DVD cartoon, and it was um, uh, Bad Blood, and it yeah, was basically talking yeah. about the Bat family and everything like that, and Bat Ring shows up, and they kind of just look at him and they go, who's the tool in the tights, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's kind of how it is, because, you know, and I felt kind of bad, because I'm like, come on, you guys could have done a cooler character, you could have done that, it's, it's Black Lightning all over again, and I think Saturday Night Live did that did the best. It's the death of Superman, they're at the funeral... Simbad is dressed up as black lightning, and he walks in and they're holding him, and he goes, "Come on man, I'm black lightning, Let me in and they're like, "'Who the hell is this guy and they're trying to throw him oh, out, God. and Black Lightning is a member of the justice League, uh, and they're throwing him out because nobody knows who he is, yeah,
0: is so wrong I, I i so i I think I mean I think it's great, I think diversity is, is wonderful, and I think if you can do a combination of things, one, you take some of these characters that are either you know. People of, you know, different different ethnicities, people of color, um, you know, and you, you know, you develop them, you know, you, you, you add layers to them, uh, but then you also, you know, you, you do this with some of the more well-known characters. So, you know, I think it would be cool, like, you know, at, at some point to, to see an African-American Batman. Well, I mean, we, we have actually... Um, uh, Stanley, a while back, like in the '90s, oh, he did, did crossover. He did, yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know, no, I, I think it was like back in the '90s. Yeah. Uh, DC basically said to Stanley, "Hey, recreate our universe, recreate our universe." And so he did kind of his own yep. take yep. on on the Justice League, and um, you know the story with Batman. I, I, I didn't read it, but I, I'm familiar with the, the plot from from what I've read about it. And it's sort of it sounds. So you cool. read it, but you didn't read it. I read it, but I didn't read it. So yeah. yeah. So, it, but it's it's it has this really cool kind of Count of Monte Cristo sort of flavor to it. Like, uh, you know, Batman was this man who was wrongfully imprisoned, and and so you know he becomes Batman basically to avenge himself, to get back at the people that wrong, wrongfully yeah. in, imprisoned him. So it was kind of you know kind of an interesting idea. So. So, you know, I I think that would be cool at some point to to see that. Um, They have, you know, a little bit later, I was going to talk about uh, uh, in the toy section. uh, uh, We will talk about it. We we will talk about it, but I have, uh, you know, uh, Earth 23 Superman, who's uh, African American, uh, you know, Superman. All right. So let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, definitely. So, um, Where 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 do you want to stop? Uh, we'll start. We'll stop in a couple minutes. We're not done. Okay. Yet. Um, you want? Why don't we go into the review of Batman v Superman? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can start the battle there. Okay, so we're we're gonna move on to movie talk now, and uh, so we're we're gonna talk about a, a, a you know, probably something that you know none of you have ever heard of at all, no. which is someone uh, giving an opinion about the Batman v Superman. Right. Review. Absolutely. And you can call some uh, a couple of fanboys and stuff like that, but. You gotta understand.
1: Um, just don't send death threats to my house if if I if I share my opinion about. Yeah, that movie, I I kind of agree. Um, here's the thing: is I I can't stand you know the negative hatred when people are like, oh my God, it's the worst thing it's ever. We're, we're gonna give you the good sides and the bad sides to any movie, depending on what it is, what we did like, what we didn't like, and that's just us. That's that's what we look at, but. You know, I'm not saying I'm any better or I know more than you. But believe I, I me. am.
0: I, I am saying that. <laughs> Chris won't say that, but I'll no, that. no, I won't. No, I won't. He'll be
1: thinking it though. I might, but all right. So, um, with our movie <laughs> review,
0: I'm, I'm <laughs> not going to lie. or you, you want to start with it? Yeah, okay. You, you let me. Let you me, me let you start. it, everybody. Right. So, Wait, do we want to do like the good and the and the bad what? here? Or
1: do wanna, what do you let's wanna... let's start. Let's start on the bad note, and then okay. kind of like a crap sandwich. So let's do something good, and then we'll talk about the bad parts, and then we'll talk about the good parts. Kind of leave it on a good note. Kind of like Stewie and Family Guy with like, I'm going to, get, I'm going to start by giving you the criticism, but then I'm going to tell you something good, and then I'm going to end with the criticism. Exactly. I, I call it a compliment sandwich. Yeah, it's, it's a shit sandwich, As I was going Okay, talking. all right. So here's the thing. Batman vs Superman, one of the most hyped up movies for the past three years in my mm-hmm. I mean, anytime I saw an image and, you know, I, I started freaking out like a little girl and really wanted to see this movie and it started looking really good and really good and really good. I'm like, this is a hit. You got, you know, uh, civil war, you're in trouble, you know, Warner brothers is going to destroy you guys, blah, 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 you know, because now here's the thing. I thought man of steel was okay. It was not terrible. Um, I mean, I looked at it as kind of realism. You know, yeah, two two superhuman beings are going to fight throughout a city. There's going to be destruction. Yeah, he destroyed half the freaking world. We know.
0: We're sorry. I think, Chris, a lot of people that don't really didn't really care for Man of Steel, uh, my opinion on it is just that... For those of us, I think, that grew up with the, with the Dick Donner oh, the absolutely. Superman, that is just such a high um, benchmark oh, to yeah. me. I mean, any, anything um, with so that. I, mean, I think that would... I don't know if that's where you were coming from on it or not, or do you think it's is a it your, your issue. Not that we're gonna do a Man of Steel issue uh, a Man of Steel review right now, but No. For me, I, I like I said, I, I like the
1: the you know inclination of it. I like the idea of, you know, here's this guy, he shows up on the earth, he's he's human, however, he's not. And he's still like he's he went to high school, he did all that stuff, you know, but yet he's still he's gotta try to find his way to fit in. And his way of fitting in is not showing off, you know? He, he doesn't want to be that guy who's like, hey, look at me, I can bench press a truck. And there's people who pick on him and do that kind of stuff, and it's kind of the reason why he leaves. But it, it's, you know, he feels that he's... Um, his job is more than just running a farm.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I think that's... And I'm, I'm going to come back to the, the Richard Donner Superman, uh, because I'll just go ahead and get my bias out in the open. I, I mean, that that is, for for me... You know, I'm, in, I'm in my 30s so that that is my Superman no, I mean, I agree. And, I, and I think that is and it always will be my Superman so I'm going to come back to the the uh, um, you know what his father tells him in that movie which is you know son I know that you are here for a reason and that reason is not to kick footballs sure. uh, and so you know I think I think that idea uh, is very kind of burned into my memory as this is who the character is so I think Anytime you try to reimagine that character, if you if you go off book, off my book, uh, uh, I'm going to have a reaction to it. Right. So 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 anyway, having kind of all said all right. that, so Batman Superman. now
1: we get the Batman versus Superman, and we look at the cast. And for me, um, Henry, how do you say it? Cavill, Seville, I, Cavill, 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 Cavill. My wife says Cavill. I think it's so. Cavill. Okay. But anyway, I I thought like honestly like with this movie when I when I saw it. I looked at him, and I was—I was actually kind of happy. I—I I, like the idea. Like I said, he's going around the world trying to right wrongs. He's trying to do that kind of stuff. Wherever there's an explosion, wherever you know, like the shuttle explodes,
0: he's there, and he saves these people. Seems a little suspicious to me. It's not a murder. Anytime, anytime, situation. anytime, shit's going down, he's there. Yeah. No, the th- no wonder Batman wants to kick his ass. Well, agreed. But the thing is, is. You know, um by the
1: way, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler. spoiler alert. We spoiler, spoiler going to code red, rip this movie apart. Code red. So, um I I thought that they explained him well. I kind of like the idea of him being um not a holier than thou kind of situation, but people realize he's
0: important. He well, he's I, not, you know, even even in the even I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. But I just meant even in the uh, you know, in the Zack Snyder Man of Steel, I mean, all of that Christ imagery, yeah. I mean, it's it's there. I mean, he is, I mean, right down to the moment where he, you know, if you could see me, I'm spreading my arms right now. The, the moment where he, yeah. you know, he's floating out of the spaceship and, 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 and Jor-El is telling him, yeah. uh, you know, you can save them. You can save You can save all of yeah. them. So I, I don't think... I don't think you could say oh well you you know you're too stuck on the Christopher Reeve Superman. I mean it's there if in the yeah. even in the Zack
1: Snyder the No, I agree and I I like that. So, like I said, Superman was okay. I felt like I said I felt for him this was definitely not a Superman sequel. This was not, you know, th- this this is kind of like that in between like you know, uh in between credits, you know, it was that kind of thing because it was
0: it was Maybe kind of like Uh, if we'll go over to the Marvel, use Marvel as an analogy, this is, like, Avengers was not a Captain America sequel. No, absolutely. But it did further some of his story and some of his journey. So, I like that, you know. um,
1: Now, the biggest thing that everyone was talking about with this movie, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is Batman. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I had heard so many people I can't stand Ben Affleck, I hate Ben Affleck, blah, 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 how can this guy beat Batman, da, 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 da,
0: da. Daredevil, don't forget <laughs> it. He was you know, a daredevil, you ruined ruin daredevil, daredevil.
1: You know, okay, we get it. But the thing is, honestly, I think he was probably... He was my favorite, was my favorite part of the I movie. I think he was the standout of the movie. Yeah. Most people, and, and
0: um, which I'll, I'll get into more of the characters. I'll, 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 let me clarify that with, I think... I like his... I like him as Batman. I do not like what they gave him to do Agreed. as Batman. Agreed. Um, like we were talking earlier, you know. Um, now,
1: of course, this movie is set about with the um, direction of Frank Miller, The Dark Knight Returns. And if you're not familiar with that, Frank Miller, Dark Knight Returns, is this... Can I, can I say it the way I want to say it? Say it however you want to say it, man. It's this fat old Batman... <laughs> basically, and he's pissed off at the world, and he just, you know... But Chris, I thought you liked your
0: Batman big and bulky. That doesn't that, make sense that Batman. Batman. See,
1: for me, I, I can't... I, can, I could never get around that Batman. Even reading it as a kid, I remember looking at it and I'm like, what is this slop? I remember looking at it and saying, and Frank Miller, I'll fight you in the street. Wait, I ain't scared wait, to you.
0: Wait, wait, wait a second, Chris. I, ha- I have to take a moment. I, it is... It's just suddenly I have this sensation as though... Thousands of nerds and geeks everywhere cried out in terror <laughs> as you said that. Are you, right now, calling The Dark Knight Returns one of the seminal books of Batman? Are you Are you saying you didn't like it? Absolutely not. Ah, oh, okay. Now, now listen. Whew. There are
1: parts to it that I did like, okay. but there are parts to it that I can't stand. Okay. I can't, I can't stand it. I look at Batman driving around in a tank. I'm sorry. You don't like it. Don't like it. No, don't like do it at it. all. Not a fan. Not a not tank. No tank man. Not a fan. Um, you know, this old drunken Batman and he kind of looks like, how do I feel? You know what he reminds me of? Take like, you know, uh, I don't, I I hate using him as, as the, the kind of go apart, but you know, imagine if you will, you take Adam West. Okay. And there he is as, as Batman, right? And you take Adam West now. He's added weight. He's done all that. Let's get him drunk for like a week. Throw him back in the bat suit and go. Go at it. And he's like, I was Batman once. You know. Nobody, oh, you've got my money. Nobody <laughs> take my money. But, but nobody really. You know. You look. And you're like, oh my god, dude. Seriously. No wonder he has the young Robin because that was the other thing too. Is they also kind of make it into a romance.
0: It's weird. I mean, it's yeah, really weird. Yeah, to in the man. later ones, but I don't think in Dark Knight Returns that they uh, they, they ever.
1: Yeah, there's still that kind of undertone. But the thing is, too, is no Frank
0: wonder, Miller loves to put in his stories. I've noticed the, the age difference between yes. his protagonists. He oh, a, a look person. in Sin City, yeah. looking, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is you know, you have
1: you have this Batman, and, you know, here's this Robin. No wonder she's got to kind of, like, take him by the
0: hand. Like, okay, let's go fight Batman. You know, <laughs> go fight the Batman. And he's like, ah,
1: what, are you? what are we doing? I'm fighting...
0: You know, and so you've aged Batman now in the story till about yeah, you now, 80. He's, he's, he's not, this Batman's now 80, 90 years old. You know what's the
1: perfect inclination? He And, and I hate doing this reference, but he really is um, the, the SpongeBob iteration. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, 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 Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. They're, they're just these old men and man. no, no. Uh, and, but anyway, I respectfully, disagree. So with he's my, like with this. All right. So he's this angry old Batman. But you know. So anyway,
0: they they took a lot of that from that, and but visually, visually, Vis- visually, the, because the, the story about uh, and I, and I'm I'm paraphrasing someone else uh, on this, but. The story of The Dark Knight Returns, the Superman portion, this is the story of the end of a friendship. Correct. These, these you know, Batman and Superman, they have known each other, they have fought alongside each other for, for years. Years. They have different philosophies. Absolutely. They have the same goals, they want to do good, but, you know, at the end of, you know, uh, uh, of everything, Superman chooses one road. He chooses to kind of work with an oppressive government. If it allows him right. to continue being right. Superman, Batman decides to work outside of that system, right. and then the conclusion of Dark Knight Returns is when those two men, you know, come Flash. to their ultimate confrontation. But uh, none of which, by the way, is in this movie. Remember, good. We talked to good. Did, group. Did we, are we? Are we we're starting with good? Group. good? here's the we thing, talking, though. I thought the buns will, were the, were the but, bad, and then the no meat man. was the good. No, no, no.
1: Okay, sorry. Right. So, Other but here's the thing: is like, like he, like James uh, J, just explained. It's like, you know, um, these guys have been friends for so long. These guys have been friends for years. They know each other. They know where they live. They know family. They know everything about them. You know, I mean, I'm sure they've had Justice League birthday parties. You know, that, that kind of stuff. Or Burma's. Uh, my mis- Whatever. Just kind So, but the thing is, no, they're already men. So, you know. But anyway. That's true. The thing is, is in this movie, they tried doing that. But they're just meeting for the first time. It's kind of weird for me. And this one, it's you know, Batman looks. He goes, he's a spooky alien. He scares me. He has the power to destroy the world.
0: And okay, I I get it. Um, I, I agree with. I'll, I'll tell you, as long as we're we're talking yeah. about good. Um, and one of the things I liked about you know, I, I agree with the notion that Batman would perceive Superman as a threat. I I I, yeah. I agree with that notion that he would be on Superman's radar. We're still doing positive, so so I'll just stick with that. Okay, I'm with I'm with with you there. Then you you know. um,
1: All right, so let's. So we've got those two. Obviously, you've got Alfred as Jeremy Irons, or Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I mean, or vice versa. You know, he's he's, he was he was was a
0: method actor. Yeah, he was that good. Um, no, I no, I, I, I agree. I, I thought, I love the chemistry between Jeremy Irons and yeah. Ben Affleck. I, yeah. I wanted, that was actually something that, you know, I wish that I could see more yeah. of that. Because the, uh, he had, Irons kind of carries himself with this, the, the kind of snarky. Right, uh, right. You can tell that these two have, have been through a lot together. And,
1: and the other thing that I thought was really kind of cool with Alfred is, um, in this one, if you guys didn't know, Alfred is not actually just Bruce Wayne's butler. He's actually his bodyguard, and he's actually the head of security for Wayne Tech. Um, so he's actually come up with that. If you notice, it wasn't Bruce fixing his equipment. It wasn't
0: Bruce working on the Batmobile. It, it was Alfred the whole time. My, my wife had made the observation, What do you think about this, that in some ways, Alfred in this movie is sort of a fusion of Alfred and Lucius Fox. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think they, they combined it. I think that's what he's doing, too. Is
1: that's why he's the head of security and everything like that. Where, where did you get... Because I missed that. Where um, did you get that he was the head of security? There there was an article that I had read, and they kind of said that they were going more of a Earth 1 Alfred. So this Alfred's kind of more of a badass. You might, might want to let people
0: know Earth Earth 1. What yeah, you're...
1: Earth 1 is, once again, Marvel has their own universes. You know, um, DC has their own. And in Earth 1, Batman, um, basically, it kind of starts the same way, but he's actually trained... Alfred, who was a uh, hired bodyguard for the Waynes, and he blames himself uh, for their death because they and, told him to take the night off, you know. And, and he was former Special Ops, right. wasn't he? he? was he was MI6, and, you know, and it's, it's really cool to, they made Alfred kind of a badass, and he's not some old frumpy little man, and who just goes and gets Batman's tea and, you know, sews up his tights. So this one... Not that those things aren't useful. No, those
0: are important. I mean, you need those. I mean, you need a guy. I mean, I hope that when I'm in my 50s or 60s, I have someone who can sew up my tights. Right. And, See? And I mean, meaty. that's just how it works. I'd like that now, actually. Yeah,
1: same. Um, so, but the thing is, is, you know, I, I really, I really like this inclination. I, I Or this iteration. I mean, I, I really liked the idea that you look at Alfred and you're like, Okay, he's not just some guy who looks at Bruce and goes, well, we're going to be a crazy bat today, huh? You know, he, he's actually in on the mission. He, he actually tells Bruce, you know, look, you're, you're you know, going off kilter here. You are not following the plan for the mission. You are not doing that. What you told me what we were going
0: to do is this. You're not doing that. He, he's definitely a much more hands-on Alfred than even, I would say, uh, the Michael Caine Alfred in The Dark Knight. Right, right, right. He right. is, I think he's probably one step. You know, if, if we're looking at the movies in terms of Burton movies, and then we're going into the Nolan trilogy, uh, you know, Alfred is progressively becoming yes, become a, more. more, so maybe by the next iteration, uh, Alfred's going to be actually suiting up as Robin. Well, I mean, and, in the 65 uh, Batman, that Alfred wore a
1: mask, and he would go out on the Batmobile every once in a while. <laughs> so at least, you know, we might get something. So good. there is precedent. Yeah, yeah. All right. So all right. So then you've got
0: you know Wonder Woman, and looked good. Looked good. great. I, mean, I thought people had a lot of you know people were doing a lot of complaining about about Gal Gadot there you know and, and I thought uh, you know really kind of petty stuff you know oh you know her you know her bust size or something She's like that. She's too thin. She's too skinny. She's but I mean I she looked. I mean, if anything, I'll just say overall, as far as the good about this movie, this movie looks fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Th- this movie looks—I mean, it is beautiful. Right. It is. The, I mean, the movie. Uh, Zack Snyder is is a master at creating these, these beautiful operatic uh, scenes, and and Wonder Woman is you know is just part of that. She you know Gal Gadot looked great as Wonder Woman. One of the things that I thought was kind of neat was actually
1: there's starting to build a romance between uh, Diana and Bruce. Yeah, And if you look, it's actually them. And on the comic books, especially recently, she's been with Clark. So I'm kind of curious on where, where that's going to go. Has she not met him yet? Has, has that not happened? You know, that, that kind of thing. Um, but they,
0: um, you know, they have well, I think with the way, and, and we haven't gotten to the spoiler yet, the way they ended the movie, I, I definitely think. right. Right. Absolutely, absolutely I mean they, they meet but it's like it's very quick. very, very it's, it's very quick it's, it's it's very quick so you know
1: um, you know I, I like that now uh, Amy Adams as Lois Lane I mean to be honest it's not really difficult to be Lois Lane you just got to be a nosy busybody who, who's uh, kind of annoying I,
0: no well, no I don't I don't know see I, I'll, I'll disagree with you there because I think I mean Margot, K- okay. Here's what you gotta believe. Oh, here, here we right. go. You're All gonna right. bring up Kidder again. Okay, I'm gonna bring up Kidder, but, but, but before even that. So in, traditionally in the comic books, you know, Superman is with Lois. So you you have someone who is has the powers of of a god, right? Right. Um. And we have to believe. Believe. We have to believe that this man is, you know, that he would want to be with this woman. I mean, this woman has got to have something special about her. That there's something, you know. This guy can move mountains and planets but this woman can move that man. I mean that's the that, so so that's kind of the idea behind it. So that's why I'll respectfully disagree, disagree. It's not just about being a busybody. It's about you know the the fact that you know she's she's a bulldog, she's fierce, she's determined, she's committed. She'll do whatever she has to do right, right to right. No, no to I'll be give her, you that.
1: Principles. But but the thing is and like it always is and it, they actually did it in this movie and I kind of giggled when they did it. She becomes bait. She's always the babe. She can never escape. She can never do any of that on her own. I mean, and,
0: and, and yeah, and see, and that's, kind of, I know we haven't gotten into negatives yet, but I, I kind of had a problem. I mean, I, no, I had a big problem with that because I, I really felt, Amy Adams, I think is great as, yeah. as Lois Lane. Like I said, I was happy with under her. Underutilized. And I would say that would be, you know, before we get into the, 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 the negatives and that, I would say that the good things that we had from the actors' portrayals were just under. <laughs> now, Jimmy Olsen was in the movie.
1: And he was in it for all of, what, three seconds? Four seconds? Superman's buddy. Yep. And Superman's buddy takes a forty-five mil I bullet can't... to the head.
0: Oh, Chris, I was I was hoping he was going to get his own spin-off. Yeah. Solo, nope. Anyone who... Uh, you're, you're
1: telling me that's not... Jimmy Olsen
0: is expendable, sir. The, oh, Jimmy Olsen apparently.
1: was actually a CIA member, apparently. That's what everybody's saying, is that he was the guy...
0: When no, i heard the that. They put a bullet in his head. You know, you're talking about a scene early in the movie yeah. where Lois is interviewing this terrorist. Yes. They find out that one, her, her... It's like, her. I think, her cameraman that's with her. Yeah. Uh, they pat him down. They find a gun on him. It right. turns out he's not a reporter. He outs himself... He's an agent. ...as, as a CIA agent. And it was not until after the fact yeah. that you find out... Maybe it's in... I've heard people say it's in the credits. I didn't look... That it's Jimmy Olsen. That it's that Jimmy Olsen. Um, and if and if you're not familiar with Superman, although I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you if you weren't, but let's just assume for the sake of argument that that you're not. I mean, this is really one of the core you know a core character, character. Superman's uh, buddy. He Superman's buddy calls you know kind of gets into trouble. Superman bails him out because he has a cool watch. But, yeah, he's got the. And that's more of a Silver Age thing. He's got the watch <laughs> and he presses it, and it, you know, Superman can can hear it. And, and I mean, since then. Um, you you know, ever think you wonder like how the batteries are gonna run out because he hits that thing like every probably, other day. It's probably like a self winding. Like if I'm thinking if I'm Superman, I'm gonna give him that watch. It's gonna be self winding because that would oh. be like really shitty to give him something that like oh, I need to call Superman. And it's like, uh, uh, oh, Well, he damn, can't I, hear it anyway. So i gotta it's go not, to Walmart. Oh, my God, yes. He like, can't is this, hear it. Is this, so how would he even know if he mm-hmm. needed to put new batteries in it? So would I'm, th- I'm thinking if I'm Superman, I'm going to give my buddy a watch to call He's me. A couple people from Canada yeah, living it, in the watch. It's going to be like a, yeah, yeah or, or self-winding. 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 So, so, so anyway, yeah, so Jimmy Olsen's in it very quick.
1: Um, dude. I mean how Blinken, does, Blink and you'll miss him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh I don't know how in depth let's go with another major character. We'll talk about uh Jesse Eisenberg as Lex
0: Luthor. Um Do we have to? Are okay. we? Are we are we out of are we out of positives yet or are we in no, the No, we're not there yet. Oh, no. Hold okay, okay. alright. I'll, right, I'll right, let all you right. I'll let you
1: drop the shelf. So alright, alright. Here's the thing. Um I like the idea of what they went for Lex Luthor. Now, now, Jesse Eisenberg, I'm not a fan of his anyway. I feel that every movie he plays, he's the same person. I mean, okay. Lex Luthor to me was almost just the same as Mark Zuckerberg and all this kind of stuff. Okay. And, um, you know, you just want to punch him in the mouth. Every, every time you see him, I really do. I just want to punch him in the mouth. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who will probably form an angry mob with me. And would Jesse, Jesse, do not come around for us. Would, would be punched in the he mouth. is not a fan. So... But the Lexus that they went through, they went for. I, I kind of get it with the new, with the new new generation that we have. Um, you look at like you know, uh, you look at Facebook, you look at YouTube, you look at Google of all places. There's this guy who's kind of behind it. He's a genius, but he's eccentric. He's that. There's that fine line of genius and insanity, and you kind of see him teeter on both. Because he he kind of loses his mind, but then some parts are like, okay, that makes sense. Now, is it bad writing? Probably, but the way that he did it, like for me, he seemed you know very sheltered. He seemed like he didn't you know he wasn't well liked. I think
0: he was picked last for dodgeball, you know. But the thing is, well, is, I mean, he's portrayed as in the movie as as kind of a, a social kind of social misfit genius, right. like right. you're saying that. Um uh, and and I'll say this I mean to Jesse Eisenberg's credit and I I don't share Chris's animosity towards towards Jesse I think he did a good job portraying that like I I th- yeah. I don't think it was Jesse I I think someone said to either someone said to Jesse or Jesse said this is what I want to bring to the character and Zach Snyder said okay yeah. go go for it and for that I mean I I think I mean mission accomplished you you, you did it right but like I said I
1: for me, it was kind of weird, like, he always wanted to touch people, you know, he puts a Jolly Rancher in some old guy's mouth, it's kind of weird, you know, and I guess he's showing that he has control over them, that he has the power to do whatever he wants over them, and there's nothing they can do about
0: it. And I, I, didn't, I didn't quite understand why that was necessary in that scene, because the set, what you're talking about is the scene where he's talking with a senator or congressman about getting access to Zod's body, right. and you kind of didn't need to do that because the Senator was all, he, they were already interested in stuff. Like he's get, he's like, what do you want?
1: Yeah. Tell me what you it's want.
0: It's like, so he kind of didn't need to do that. So I, I, I get why it was put in there, yeah. but it just sort of didn't make sense to me right. anyway. Right. Um, I'll just say this as far as what I like again. Um, you know, as far as what I liked about Lex Luthor, um, I thought that so there's a there's a part in the movie where Batman uh, you know, Superman, Superman opens you know kind of at the end of Man of Steel with right. all of this destruction and one of the plot lines in this movie is that a, a man who worked at Wayne Industries was injured in The Destruction played by Scoots McNeary. Sco- that is an awesome name. I, it is, it, we've said it a lot. Scoots.
1: His name's Scoots. Scoots McNeary. Now, growing up in my house, Scoots meant that the dog was sick and she was, you know, ass racing on the carpet. That's just... I, I, so, just, I like
0: that's, uh, Scoots McNeary. Now,
1: everybody was, was theorizing because he had green socks on the whole time, which, you know, with the green screen... People were saying, "Is this Jimmy Olsen? Did Jimmy Olsen get hurt? Is this the Flash? Is this you know?" they're just naming all these kind of things. I mean, I heard all these iterations.
0: Not, no, not not, so not, much. not at all. Not he, so much. He, he was the guy in a wheelchair. Pretty much nameless guy in the wheelchair. So <laughs> wheelchair guy number one. Wheelchair guy number one. Yeah. So so anyway, so he's uh, Scoots McNairy. is playing this this man who worked for Wayne Industries. He was injured during the battle at the end of Man of Steel. Uh, and he's lost his legs as a result of his injury. So he becomes bitter. Uh, he becomes just uh, very bitter uh, and is uh, kind of motivated, not motivated, manipulated by by Lex Luthor yeah. into going and testifying in front of Congress about what a piece of shit Superman is. Yeah. Um, and he even presents the character with this new electronic wheelchair. Well, it turns out that the new electronic wheelchair that he gave him was actually a bomb that he was going to use to detonate inside now, of... Now, Congress- here's, here's Luther. I mean, not the, not the guy in the... Well,
1: room. here's the thing. You don't know that because, remember, he was already... already had all these plans. He had all this kind of stuff. It was kind of like, you know, in his apartment. It was like the the crazy, you know, uh, theorist and all this kind of stuff. He had all, like, the, the strings and everything attached and, you know, and, and he went right there already and he defaced property. He he actually climbs himself up on this giant Superman statue, and he writes "false god" over over the chest. And but the way that it looked to me, honestly, it looked like I don't think he really cared. I don't know if that. I think he was
0: in on the whole blowing up of Congress.
1: So, so – I don't.
0: I don't. I mean, that's an interesting thought. I, I I don't. I hadn't thought of it that way. But but I'll tell you. Any my point is just yeah, that I sorry. thought. Loading the wheelchair with explosive yeah. was a very Lex Luthor thing Absolutely. to do. It was very consistent with the character. Being a weasel, you know. And I like that. Yeah. Ma- manipulating other people into doing yes. his dirty work. Yeah. I
1: like that. Another thing, too, I thought was kind of neat was Lex Luthor has mercy with him. And she's everywhere with him. She's not much of a bodyguard, but she's nice to look at. And and you know that
0: she's in the room yeah. when it gets blown yeah, up. Yeah, I know. So, so, again, another one... Do we know if she's there or not? Like, why... No, I'm pretty sure she's dead. I'm pretty sure she's dead. See, so he didn't really. care. So, but what? Zack Snyder, why are you killing all of the characters from the Superman universe? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, he literally just. All right. So
1: now we've we've given the characters, given the brief thing. Let's go ahead, James. We've, we've, we've gone through the positives.
0: We... Let, let me just say one other positive. Okay, and and, and that is because. Um, you know, because I, I know my, my statements about this movie are going to be more more negative, and, and I'll just sum it up. Overall, uh, I, I, I was disappointed by bat v Superman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was expecting a lot more. However, I will say there were, there are moments, there are things in this movie that are very good. Um, I like the way that Snyder initially, I, I think the first like five minutes of the movie are really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love the way that he relates it to the end of Man of Steel. I love how we get to see that battle from the perspective. You see from the other side Bruce of Wayne's, Bruce Wayne's side. Perspective. Yeah. Uh, and, and that whole moment of when he's driving through the rubble and he's running into the chaos while everyone's running out, I love that. That's a very Batman
1: thing. <laughs> but to that's do. the other thing too, is that's a Batman thing to do. Not a Bruce Wayne thing to do. Yeah. Bruce Wayne would have trapped himself in a panic room and sat there and go, oh crap. Uh, yeah, but I don't
0: know. I've, I will give him I would give him a pass. No, I'll give him a pass. And, on and, I, and I get that, you um, know. And like I said, it looks beautiful, yeah, it looks great. Yeah. The score, it sounds awesome. That Wonder yeah. worm, woman theme. Wonder yeah. Worm. No, Wonder Wonder, not worm. Wonder Wonder Worm is none of this movie. Maybe the next one. Wonder, Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman theme, uh, when that, you know, that that, 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 I mean, that that was like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Unfortunately, uh, it's just kind of separate moments yeah. for me that, that just, they, they weren't enough to save the movie. No, and I agree. And
1: this was actually Hans Zimmer's last superhero movie. He's actually retired from doing any superhero movie again. So now we're stuck with Danny Elfman.
0: So I mean, that's not.
1: We're gonna get. We're gonna get like you know Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Let me ask you a question.
0: Do you think the uh, the Rotten Tomato or the way the movies this has been received (sighs) have anything to do with that, or do you think? It's got nothing to do with that at With at all. the music? With Hans Zimmer
1: saying that he's retiring from Ah, uh, No, no. I don't, I don't think it was that at all. I think he's just old and doesn't want to do it anymore. And I think he has enough money stockpiled from all the millions of dollars he's made with all the movies he's done. So...
0: I would wonder about that.
1: I yeah. mean, I would just... I, 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 I don't... Probably not. You think he probably. went Sean Connery? You really do? What's that? No, Sean Connery, the reason
0: he retired
1: was because of... League of Extraordinary League of Gentlemen. Gentlemen. So
0: do you think... I mean... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But it's just an interesting thought, right? Well, unfortunately, folks, we have run out of time on this, our maiden voyage of the USS Just Us Nerds podcast. Those damn minox have been outside chewing on the power cables, and Chris and I have got to get outside and clean them off. But we hope you'll join us here next week, and every week as we continue the discussion about comic books, movies, and everything in between. It's just two guys talking about comic books, we hope you'll be part of the discussion. Until then, may the Force be with you. Live long and prosper. Remember that with great power comes great responsibility. May the odds be forever in your favor. Farewell. May the forces of evil become confused on the way to your house. Bye-bye Take care.